welcome back to the My Virgo Friend Podcast. I am your host, Chi Chi, and I hope this episode finds you doing well. We're going to be talking about narcissists. I'm going to have some affirmations to help you combat your relationships with those dark energies. But before we start there, let's go into our deep breaths. I need five deep inhalations through the nose. Exhale fully through the mouth. Let's go. Breathe deeply and slowly. Here we go. Breathe in. you know we are in Aries season so shout out to the fiery Aries Leo and Sagittarius cheers shout out to the earth signs Virgos Capricorns and Tauruses cheers shout out to the air signs Aquariuses Geminis and Libras and last but not least those damn water babies shout out to the Scorpios Pisces and Cancers cheers 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 I hope you all are doing well um We're wrapping up March at the time of this recording, and we will be heading into April this week, okay? So we have the uh, Aries new moon happening this weekend. Um, You know, the new moon is when the moon is dark. You can't see it, and new moons are for new beginnings, okay? So um, new beginnings all around, new relationships, new opportunities, new ideas, new mindsets, new decisions, just new energy, new wardrobe, new look, makeovers, you know, new cars, new appliances, just any type of new energy coming into your life, okay? So when it comes to new moons, um, it is about manifesting because, you know, it's planting seeds for the new and, you know, building the momentum for that new thing that you want to generate. And Aries season, it's fiery. It's about, you know, passion, being bold, being courageous, independent, Uh, pioneering or trailblazing something, Um, focusing on your passions, focusing on your desires, and just really, you know, setting a blaze on that path of whatever you've you've decided, okay? Aries rules the head. It's symbolized by the ram. So you just want to have this ram-like vision and, uh, and persistence and action towards the goal that you have in mind, okay? So when it comes to Aries season, it is a beautiful time for new beginnings and new energy. Um, But with every zodiac sign and with every season where there is positive and good things and pros, there are negative things, cons and shadow sides that we have to consider. Right. So the shadow side of Aries energy. okay, remember, it is the fire element. okay? so fire, it can keep you warm if it's a campfire. Right. It's if it's heat, you know, keeping a cold environment a cold climate warm it's beneficial you know but when it turns into you know burning the house down that's a negative when it turns into um 
an argument sparking out of nowhere, you know, where it's like a wildfire, visualize a wildfire, that's the shadow side of fire energy. So um, it could be passion on the positive side or it could be aggression on the shadow side. It can be desire on the positive side or it could be hate on the shadow side, on the negative side. It, it could be um, warm, feeling warm and inviting. And then on the shadow side, it's um, the fire's out. Like there's no flame, there's no fire. Remember I mentioned um, the energy or the theme of it's hot until it's not when it comes to the flame element, you know? So when it comes to Aries season, we're in the fire flame element. Um, the theme or the tendency to notice things are hot and then they're not, okay? It's like the flame is burning and then someone has come and blew out the flame and said, okay, that's it. That's um, a theme that you will see in Aries season or fire element season. So this could apply for um, any season of course but I would just say you are more likely to notice it in like Leo season Sagittarius season Aries season those fire flame elements okay or when the moon is in a fire element okay like when we have an Aries moon or a Leo moon but I digress so when it comes to this Aries new moon and you know the possibility of new people entering your life and you um deciding to take on new projects and allow some new visions to come to life where it's going to allow you or um it's going to require you to cross paths with new people it may require you to um you know step outside of the box and you know just see if you have applied the lessons you have learned in previous situations you know and um it's very important to remember that when you're on your healing journey, you're going to meet a lot of different people for a lot of different reasons, okay? And with every season, with every zodiac season, right, we are expected to understand who we are, how we're operating in those times, and how we're operating with those people, with those energies around us, okay? So then with those cycles, when those seasons come back around, we know how to adapt and overcome, right, so that we can continue to ascend and grow more towards our soul purpose. Purpose, right our soul journey so um like i was saying with narcissism okay so i pulled up the medical definition because i want to get the right thing so according to mayoclinic.org it has org at the end so i trust it i was taught that that means it's a trusted source narcissistic personality disorder now see just think if you if this sounds familiar with someone you know or even if you can recognize it in yourself okay because sometimes we're the toxic person right Narcissistic personality disorder is defined as um, is one of several types of disorders. It is a me mental condition in which people have an inflated sense of their own importance, a deep need of excessive attention and admiration, troubled relationships, and a lack of empathy for others. But behind this mask of extreme confidence lies a fragile self-esteem that's vulnerable to the slightest criticism, okay? Um, it's, it can affect multiple parts of your world. You know, it can affect your, of course, your, your relationships, your loving relationships, your family relationships, your jobs, you know? Um, just any type of connection with someone else that narcissistic uh, personality disorder can just wreak havoc on someone's life. Okay, um, so some signs of narcissistic personality disorder. Do, do these sound familiar to you? They have an exaggerated sense of self-importance. 
They have a sense of entitlement, require constant and excessive admiration. Um, they exaggerate their achievements or talents. They uh, expect to be recognized as superior even without achievements. Um, they are envious of others and believe that others envy them all the time. They believe um, they are superior and can only associate with equally special people, take advantage of others to get what they want, expect special favors and unquestioning compliance with their expectations, have an inability or unwillingness to recognize the needs for others and feelings of others, um, behave in an arrogant and haughty manner, come across as conceited, boastful, pretentious, um, insist on having the best and there's so many different symptoms uh, signs and symptoms when it comes to narcissism and narcissistic personality disorder so um the point i'm trying to make with this whole you know talking about it make sure you're just aware of the signs because there is a lot of covert narcissism and um when it comes to covert nar narcissism, it, it's not outright at first. You know, it happens over time. They peel the layers back over time. You know, no one's going to come to you, especially if you're someone that is open to finding new love. So, like, if you you find yourself dating or if you <clears throat> are already in a relationship, if you're married, hell, you may not even realize that you're married to a narcissist. Or you may have a best friend, a bestie, a bro, um, a homie, you know what I'm saying, that you have been in this long-term relationship with with a long-term relationship with and maybe just now realizing they um, have been a narcissist in your life and you have kind of wilted down into this version of yourself that tolerates the abuse they have you know projected onto you for whatever amount of time okay and there is no time limit for a, a narcissist to reveal themselves you know it, it doesn't have to take years you know it could take just a couple of encounters it can take a season it could take a summer you know what I'm saying? It could take a semester. It, it doesn't matter. It all depends on where you are in your spiritual journey and if you recognize those red flags in time and if you do choose to do something about it because, you know, we all have free will here, right? Yes, we all have a plan. We all have an end, but we all have free will. <clears throat> and sometimes when when you find yourself in an emotionally abusive relationship, it can be easy to overlook signs, especially if you are an empathetic person, if you identify as an empath, a compassionate person, you have a big heart, you wear your heart on your sleeve, you just, you feel people's feelings that, um, it can be easy for you to overlook signs, especially when you initially meet an energy that you just vibe with, you just connect with on some kind of level. And you may not understand what that connection is. It may literally be a kindred spirit or it may be a karmic bond that has returned into your life. It doesn't have to be someone you know returning. It's just that energy of the lesson that has to be learned. Okay, so for, for the sake of this conversation, the lesson is the narcissist and how to handle them, okay? So when it comes to, um, uh, the reason why I'm talking about this now is because we're in Aries season and the shadow side of the Aries energy is, you know, moving from the egos, acting and speaking from the, from the ego, speaking from a place of pride, aggression, being mean-spirited, um, you know, just 
being a snuffer, a light snuffer, okay? The light snuffers, that's who we're dedicating this to, okay? So if you're a fire, you're a flame, you can't be tamed, you can't be controlled, you're a light, you're shining, you're you're just warm and inviting, you know what I'm saying? You're just this light and, you know, it's your time to shine and you're just feeling so good and then you come across this energy that gives you light snuffer energy, they just may be a narcissist, okay? <clears throat> So when it comes to this Aries energy, remember to take care of yourself. You know, Aries is the independent energy, is concerned about the self. So even though you may be this empathetic, compassionate, loving person and recognize this energy, they may need your love, your energy, your attention, your healing, your gift, okay? Even your sense of peace that you've cultivated for yourself, right? Like, wow, this person is just such in a peaceful, joyful manner. Let me see what that's all about, you know? Some people actually move through life trying to disturb people's peace can you believe that you guys but yeah so if you find that you are attracting uh, those energies those people that give you that that narcissistic light snuffer energy you know and it's not even where they intentionally try to snuff your light but even if they don't acknowledge your light you know where your light is just so obvious and it's like no I'm gonna do everything around you but acknowledge your light you know what I'm saying like you know um I'm looking at you I know I, you're standing right in front of me but I'm gonna talk about everyone that's not here and and give them praise I'm gonna recall you know how another experience was positive and fulfilling but I'm not going to acknowledge you or this experience that we're sharing right now as anything so um making you feel slighted um making you feel overlooked you know speaking in a way that is um I'm better than you I'm higher than you I don't see you you are not worthy of being spoken of right like um if you're the empathetic compassionate person you may compliment them you may offer them you know, some compliments and they may not return it at all. You know, they may or may not say thank you or actually they may say thank you. It just start going on a tangent about, you know, how much they pay for it and how they're the only one that has access to it and how well they they style themselves. You know, just go on in this grandiose way, just talking about themselves and to where they just go on and on where the conversation then turns only about them, you know, where there is no give and take in the conversation. There is no tennis. There's no back and forth of oh your day is going my day is going well how about yours oh thank you for asking my day is actually not the best I don't care to talk about it no it's okay you can share I'm in a space of understanding you know just having that openness you're not really going to see it when it comes to communicating with the narcissist the people that have experienced communicating with the narcissist have described it as talking to a brick wall you know there's just they're not wrong okay you can't tell them anything um, they want to tell you everything, especially tell you about yourself. They want to remind you how you're the problem all the time. Um, you may feel a sense of where they're moving the goalpost, okay? Where, okay, say for example, if they say they're hungry and you're like, okay, what would you like to eat? And they say, I don't know, I just want a sandwich. So then you go out and you get a sandwich, you bring it home. It's a sandwich that you saw that they ate before and you bring it home. They're like, oh, I don't want that sandwich. And it's like, but I actually you a sandwich you want it's like yeah but not that one so then maybe you decide to cook something else for them because they say oh I don't actually I actually want something home cooked so then you whip up something real quick you know real quick in the kitchen and it's not a lot but still you made the effort to cook for them because they made this request and then after you cook it it's like oh no I don't want this you know actually I just called a pizza in <clears throat> and it's like they watch you 
exert all this energy. They watch you get all excited and, you know, they want you to get all invested in what they want. They want you to become invested in their desires and they want you to become invested in their pain, right? Their hunger pains of, oh, I need to eat this specific thing. But then when you go out and deliver, it's not what I want at all. You know, so it's that moving goalpost where no matter what you do, it's wrong. No matter what you say, it's wrong. They can say, oh, you don't text me enough. And then when you start texting them more, it's like, oh, well, now you te- you you talk too much. You know, you, you're asking too many questions. And it's like, well, how else do you get to know someone? You know, don't you ask questions? You know, so it's just a constant moving goalpost. Or, um, you know, if they tell you what you're doing wrong with the kids, like, oh, you don't you don't clean them right. You don't take care of them the way I do. You need to do it like this. And then you adopt that way of care, you know as they as they requested and then when you start doing exactly what the other parent wanted you to do they don't acknowledge it they don't appreciate it and then they um probably change it up again they'll probably switch it up again or do something where you just feel like you're wrong you're behind, you're one step behind you're not quite smart you don't know what you're doing they make you feel like that too they make you feel like you don't know what you're talking about they make you feel like you are um imagining things that you are just delusional delusional and nothing you say makes sense and they will um really it's really just them projecting and that's why it's so important to understand where you are in the cycles and the seasons you know what I'm saying so that whenever you come across these same energies in the future you know what to do you know what to recognize you know what to look for you know what it sounds like you know what it looks like right like when you've dealt with a narcissist before and then you come across another one they have like this it's like this um you see it in comic books all the time but like when so like when a cartoon is sick and they have like that pale yellow green hue to the skin they have like when they start to show themselves they start to morph into that and then once you see it you can't unsee it and you may start to notice they have even darker rings under their eyes and you may notice that they have a scowl scowl in their mouth where their mouth is just really tense and You'll just see it. You know, it'll just be little things here and there where it's like, oh, my God, I've seen this face before. I've seen this face before. I've heard this voice before. I've heard these things said to me before. And I remember before it made me feel like crap. Am I going to respond the same way? You know? That's how we help ourselves heal, you guys. Like, the we're the, we're the problem and the solution. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're a lovely person, you're gonna draw you're gonna attract who you are. And you're gonna attract everybody. You're gonna attract other lovers, but you're also gonna attract people that need loving. And with that, you're gonna attract people that need loving and know they want it and need it. And that's very in clear and intentional on seeking that love out from you. But you're also gonna draw people in that need the love and don't know it and are resistant to it. But they they just attract you because you're so open and you're so loving, you're so giving, and it's easy for them to prey upon your energy because of just who you are, right? They're 
they're treating you like that because of who they are. And you need to remember that. Like, it's not you. There's nothing you can say or do to please a narcissist. Like, I should have said that at the very beginning. You need to understand there's nothing you can say or do to please a, th- a, a narcissist. I've even saw several places where it says a narcissist will never change. And I know you, sh- you shouldn't use never because there's always opportunity and room for in- improvement and growth. But narcissists, like, for them, it just really is embedded in them so deeply, okay? And for the most part, they like being the victim. They like speaking about how a phase of their life or even their whole childhood or even their whole adult years was just so traumatic and so like you know they were neglected and they were abandoned and while all that may that may all be true it takes intention to you know manipulate someone based on your victimhood it takes intention to hurt someone you know to take pride in hurting someone to take pride in the destruction of someone's emotions to take pride and joke at hurting someone's feelings and think that's okay that's not okay you know what i'm saying um and you know just a little sidebar at the time of this recording last night was the oscars and chris rock a black comedic legend famously known for you know i think he was on snl but he has been one of those black comics that made a big to do about color uh colorization you know and women's hair and you know he's a dark-skinned man you know what i'm saying so just just kind of weird but he does have a history of like speaking on women's hair and just speaking on women in general general and making a joke about it so last night while he was speaking he was hosting i believe the oscars i didn't watch the whole thing i just watched the clip in question and he was hosting the oscars 2022 and He pointed to Jada Pinkett Smith, wife of Will Smith, comedic legend, comedic actor legend, all right? And Jada Smith, at this time, she has a bald head. She has a shaved bald head because she has has been open and transparent about her um, journey with alopecia, okay, which is a hair loss condition, all right? It is a medical condition, all right? And um, Chris Rock. You know, just summarizing what he said, he pointed to Jada Pinkett Smith and said, hey, Jada, G.I. Jane 2, looking forward to seeing it, you know. And, you know, the crowd naturally laughs because he made a dig at somebody, right? He made a dig at somebody in the audience. And Jada's immediate reaction was, you know, mm-mm, grimace, pursed lips, sour face. You could tell she was automatically offended when you look at will smith he is chuckling and there was a couple of of remarks about like oh well will was laughing at first and then when he saw jada was mad he then he 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 got upset because that was his opportunity to you know change the narrative that jada doesn't run him and he's the man in the house blah 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 it's like as if people never heard that when someone is really pissed off, they laugh at first because they're so mad and they're trying to keep from getting angry. They're trying to laugh to keep from crying. They're they're laughing to keep from breaking something, from punching a hole in the wall, from smacking a bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's as if people never heard that expression where someone laughs real quick just, to, just because it's an uncomfortable energy. Like that was very uncomfortable what he said. And that was very uncomfortable 
for Jada to be put on the spot like that. And, you know, it's like Chris Rock can pick at anyone. He he actually doesn't have to pick at anyone in order to do his job. To be a comedic, uh, to be a, a comedian, to be a comedic host, you do not have to pick on people in the audience. But that's usually what they do for, you know, the banter and to keep the interaction, whatever. And for him to be a black man, you do not have to point single out a black woman and make light of her and make a, make her the bunt of the joke okay if you want to joke on somebody joke at another man okay joke at another black man if while you're at it if you don't have the guts to do anyone anyone else but do not single out a black woman and speak on something you know nothing about she's going through you know alopecia and even if she didn't share to make fun of her appearance was very disrespectful and to do that in front of her husband show that you did not respect will smith okay it showed you it showed that chris rock did not respect will smith it showed chris rock did not respect um jada pinkett smith their family you know what i'm saying this didn't respect women that was that could also uh resonate to jada's journey you know what i'm saying that also shares that condition so i was just very disgusted by him so whenever will smith very soon after chuckled you know got the energy off walked up libra king walked up to the aquarius dickhead asshole chris rock and i've always liked chris rock but after you know that whole situation it's like shut the fuck up you know what i'm saying he's an aquarius and i don't know if y'all remember but i've said several times how aquarius men they're usually funny but they're assholes they say something where it's like it's obvious it's like the elephant in the room but they say it in an assholeish manner i've said it on several episodes okay and will smith air king libra king September baby okay walks up to February born Chris Rock okay and he open palm smacks him and he follows through on that motherfucker okay and he walks right back to his seat and Chris Rock is stunned okay he he, he was like befuddled at the tongue okay and you know he and I'm glad he had that moment where he just let it breathe where everyone just felt like yes yes feel that that yeah that that just happened I, you know what i'm saying and he he said twice will smith yelled twice keep my wife name out your mouth and it's like hell yes defend your woman because jada can't do anything if she would have said anything now she's a bitch she can't take a joke oh she got thin skin oh you know she tolerated all this other scandal and stuff what's one joke you know they'll make her to be the angry black woman if she was to react will smith did what he had to do and the only reason why he had to do it is but chris rock presented the situation okay that didn't have to happen but chris rock chose that okay so since he chose that will smith sealed his fate okay so i am behind will i send him love okay he has been going through it and I feel like that was just that Aries energy of act first think later you know I, I don't think he was really thinking about oh they could possibly take my Oscar back which doesn't fucking matter we know he still won okay and it's really all about what the people say bump with the Oscars the Grammys and all these higher ups say what do the people say and think about you and the people love Will okay the world love Will so um, hopefully he's gonna be alright and hopefully we're sending him love because you know, it's been a wild couple of years for the Will, for the Smiths, you know what I'm saying, and for Will specifically. So I want to send him love because people are just, you know, committing suicide left to right, people that you wouldn't expect. And, you know, they say the people that keep the smile on their face, them the ones that really be going through it. You know, think about Robin Williams. So if we could please just as a collective get on, on the bandwagon of just sending Will Smith love, not playing into the joke, you know, not playing into, you know, making him look like a 
joke, but lean more into he did what all black men should be doing. He did what men in general should be doing. But me as a black woman, I will hope my black husband did that for me. Okay, so I'm a sip to that. This world has been way too comfortable for so long on thinking it's okay to make fun of black women, you know, for the littlest things and especially about our hair, which is such a sensitive topic, you know. So, um, so yeah, I send kudos to Will and I think that was a prime example of Aries energy. You see, he literally charged the stage, Ram style, made contact, made forced contact with some with an object, with somebody. And went about his business. He literally just rammed his hand into Chris Rock's face, okay? Fire energy. Act first, think later, okay? So, getting back to our narcissist, okay? I was about to say our narcissist friends, but no. Anybody that's giving you narcissist energy is not your friend. They do not care about your well-being. They're only going to use you until they're done with you. And then they discard you, okay? Do not wait for an apology. Do not wait for changed behavior. They will just find another source, another victim, another player for their game they tend to discard um when they realize they've gotten everything they needed out of you okay and that can range depending on what you have to offer depending on what they need from you that time frame can change okay that can waver also, if they realize that you have caught on to them, if they see that, wow, they can see straight through me, like they're calling me out on my bullshit, they're, you know, they, they're they witty, they have clapbacks to like my mental, um, my mental and emotional manipulation tactics, you know, they're on to me, they see my strategies and stuff. If they see they can't really get to you, that you're not moldable, you're not coachable, you're not um, that mush that they could just, you know, control if they see that you're untamable they can't control you they don't want anything to do with you okay so um and then if you're that empathetic compassionate energy you may feel like well damn this just came out of nowhere like I had no idea you felt like this like what can I do like what did I do wrong and they can't give you an answer and they won't give you an answer you know it may sound like they're trying to find the words but they they're really just filling the air they're just speaking bullshit they're just saying a bunch of stuff to get you, like, they're going to throw, like, um, if you know anything about tarot cards, the seven of cups. So it's like when you're talking to a narcissist and you ask them, what did I do wrong? What happened? Like, how? what changed? They're going to say, you know, they're going to talk about things that you have no control over, right? So they're going to say, oh, well, you know, you shouldn't ask me about this or you shouldn't come over and do this. You shouldn't come over and stay or you shouldn't come over and leave so soon or you should have did this with the baby or you should have did this at the wedding. You should have did this before we broke up. You know, they, 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 they have you looking in all sorts of directions. They have you looking up, behind you, underneath you. And it's like, well, well damn, which one is it? You know, and they can't pin it, point it down because they don't know either. They're just trying to, you know, make you feel confusion, okay? They just want you to feel confused, okay? Maybe to buy some time. Maybe because they really just don't care to invest any more effort and um, just helping you to see that they are a narcissist and they don't care about you. You know what I'm saying? It could be for a number of different reasons. I don't know. Um but that's what tends to happen, okay? And so if you're the compassionate, empathetic person who is, you know, being abused 
by the narcissist, emotionally and uh, mentally abused by the narcissist, or shall I say allowing, choosing the abuse, because after you've noticed the disrespect, after you've noticed that they don't care about you, they don't love you, consider why you're still choosing them, you know, consider why you still want to be in their presence, what do you have to prove, are you moving from a place of ego, are you moving from a place of pride of like, no, they need to explain to me why they leaving me, they need to explain to me why they ghosted me for so long. They need to explain to me, you know, why they love bond me at the beginning, but now the flame is gone right now. You know what I'm saying? That's another um, tendency or a theme with uh, narcissists. At the beginning stages, there's tendency of love bombing and love bombing is, you know, there's a thing about complimenting, like, you know, like words of affirmation as a love language, giving compliments but then there's love bombing where it's just like, oh, my God, you're the most amazing person I've ever met. Oh, my God, this is the best sex I've ever had in my life. Oh, my God, I love you. I know I just met you, but I love you. Oh, my God, I've never told anyone this before. You're the only person that has this access to me. Oh, my God, like where it's just this inflated sense of worth in you when there's not really much to base that on okay so it's just like wow like you just met me and you already love me wow you just met me and you were you're already talking about your kids you know meeting your kids wow we just had sex one time and wow you want to marry me already oh my god we, we just went on one trip and now you want to propose oh my god like we've only been together for like two months but now we want you know what i'm saying like it's just this this whirlwind energy there's this whirlwind timeline where it's like yeah right now right now and it's before you can see that they're peeling back the narcissist layers basically the narcissist they may invite you into their world just to kick you out of it you know they could not even have intention on you know, being in your life or being in your world, they're just going to keep you around until they get what they need from you and then they're done with you, okay? And if you see the signs and you still choose to entertain them and you still choose to give them their your give them your time and you still allow yourself to be put in these situations where you're having to defend yourself, right? That's another thing um, when you're conversing and having these exchanges with narcissists. You may feel like you're constantly explaining yourself. And, you know, because it may feel like they're just lying. Like, it may feel like they're just literally lying to your face and just saying stuff that's not true. And so you're saying... No, that's not the understanding. That's not what it is. It's this other thing. You have it all wrong, you know? Or, you know, they say, oh, you made me feel bad about myself. And it's like, I wasn't trying to make you feel bad. I was just asking a question. Why are you getting so offended right now? So then it seems like nothing you say is right. Nothing you do is right. And so there's just this, you're chasing them. You know, they give you four or five things that's wrong and you're chasing, trying to, you know, explain, you know, each of them step by step. And they're not trying to hear what you're saying because it doesn't matter what you say. There's nothing you could do to make it right because they want to cause this to you, you know? <clears throat> so when you find yourself in these situations and you're like, damn it, they're not going to stop, you know? And if you just don't have the strength, to just stop and be done with them, 
you know, it, it may take some time and you got to coach your way through it. OK, you got to know what to look for and you got to know how to reprogram your mind, because when you deal with the narcissist, it is going to take some time. You may even have PTSD. OK, when you deal with the narcissist and then you encounter another one, you may just very well have PTSD because you notice the signs that you see the red flags. It's like, oh, shit, here we go. And your defenses can come up, but you can't you know, you don't want to go through life just not evolving and not opening up all because you're, you know, traumatized about this experience with this person that didn't deserve you in the first place. Right. So rather than just keep our guard up and be super defensive and, you know, turn into a narcissist as well, because that's another um, tendency with these personality disorders. You know, the very thing that you were a victim of, you become. So those that were abused by the narcissist, then become the narcissist. So if you have men that had a narcissistic father, now that boy turn, grows into a, a young man, grows into an adult, and now he is a narcissist. He may not have children, but he could be a narcissist to his family, to his loving relationships, okay, or to his children, all right? Um, so just be mindful of that, or the, that work, that one employee, that loyal, loving employee that's been riding for the boss forever, that's been riding for the company forever, and now they have become the boss, and now they have become that same narcissistic boss that they hated, you know? But, um, but yeah, just be mindful of that, turning into the very thing that has abused you, and in order to not allow that to happen, because I feel like narcissists, they just, you know, they just ultimate victim and you're just mad about something so it's like if you're mad about something you must have been wrong so i feel like there's just an a, a, an, a sense of injustice for the narcissist i'm thinking if i'm able to just like what why y'all so damn mad you know like what's wrong with them so i just feel like they just have like a sense where justice was not served for them and so everybody gotta pay like everybody in their life gotta pay so i've noticed with narcissists they um they don't have a circle of true friends. They may be surrounded by enablers um, or they may live very lonely lives because um, they push people away. They tend to push people away because they don't even like themselves. And, you know, they can't help but slip back into that narcissistic personality when they encounter someone new. So there's just a bunch of new starts, new starts, new starts, you know. So it's just unfortunate, but when it comes to the narcissist, you have to decide that while you may like them, you have to love yourself more, okay? So after you have identified the narcissist in your life and you've, identif you've identified how they down talk you, they, um, anytime you bring up a goal, a dream, an idea, a vision, something that is on your heart that makes you happy, something that's on your mind that makes you happy, they want to diss it. They want to say, oh, you're not going to last in that. They want to plant seeds of doubt in your head. They want to say, oh, you're not going to be successful in that. Oh, you're going to waste a lot of money in that. Oh, you're not going to get the investment to secure that deal. Oh, wow, he's not going to want you after you do that. There's no way the boss is going to want you after that. You know what I'm saying? Like there's, they plant seeds of doubt in your head to where you have to explain yourself to where they plant more seeds of doubt. So it's just that uh, everlasting of like, see my worth. Don't you see my worth? You know what I'm saying? I feel like narcissists come into our lives to teach us self-worth. Feel like they come into our world to teach us how long are you gonna let somebody fuck with your time? How long are you gonna let somebody play in your face? How long are you gonna let somebody make jokes about the Smiths before you walk up and smack them in the face? 
Okay, how much more are you going to tolerate? How much more are you going to allow? You know, so while you may be embracing the light side of this Aries energy with being, you know, childlike energy, just being playful and fun and excited and it's springtime and you're happy, you're just super energized. You got to know how to deal with this, this toxic, ego-driven, pride-based Aries energy as well, okay? And you may come across narcissists in this Aries energy, okay? Um, because flame energy with the flame seasons, it is like a higher, um, I've noticed there is a higher sense of abuse during, during this time, okay? So, um, like I think April is like Domestic Violence Awareness Month, I believe. So when it comes to these to these narcissists, we have to pour back into ourselves. We have to affirm ourselves again. Okay, I need if you feel like you have been a victim of a narcissist. Excuse me. We have to affirm ourselves when it comes to dealing with these narcissists because they're going to be speaking. You may have experienced or you may experience. They're going to downplay your dreams, your visions. They're going to make it small. They're not going to bring it up. They're not going to ask you about it. They're not going to engage you. Okay. You can be engaging them, asking about their day, asking about their health and well-being, asking about what makes them happy, what makes them sad, blah, blah, blah. Showing an interest, right? Showing a genuine interest and respect, for their life, for their quality of life, you know, and they just simply won't return it back to you, okay? Take note of that, all right? It may be some people are delusional, but if you've noticed other narcissistic traits, that's one of them bad boys, okay? So just a genuine, just a mutual respect. If you know respect is, is one of your core values, then you should expect that in return, okay? And if someone doesn't have a mutual respect to ask you um, about your day as you constantly ask about them, take it for what it is, okay? Tolerate it or not, you know, just take it for what it is, but tolerate it or not. And as they plant seeds of doubt and make you feel like you're not enough and you're not doing enough and you will never be enough and you won't find any better than them, you know, you have to put that, put that shield up and just know like, okay, here they go. They're just in their narcissist rant. They're just hauling shit everywhere. Okay. And how they're treating me has nothing to do with me. You have to keep that in mind when it comes to a narcissist, how they're treating you has really nothing to do with you because remember there's nothing you could do to make it right right they're telling you all these things you did wrong but there's literally nothing that you could do to make it right like they'll tell you that they won't necessarily say it but they'll show you through your many rejected efforts they'll show you that there's nothing you could do to make it right they'll show you through their rejected efforts that all of your apologies it doesn't even matter because they're still mad they're still displeased they're still unhappy they still need you to fix it right so they'll show you in so many ways but you just got to pay attention you got to listen okay and you got to want to change you got to want to not be a victim anymore because once you've been in, the, in an abusive relationship it's easy to just take it to just lie there and take it <clears throat> until you're ready to stand up but when you see the signs and you feel like i could stand up and walk up out of this stand up and walk up out of this okay because you don't want to play with energy you don't want to play with dark energy you guys and there's some people that are committed to not changing there are some people that do not believe in a higher self that do not believe in um manifestation that do not believe in prayer or meditation or you know what I'm saying just being a good energy right there are some people that literally spend their their days hacking people there are days that there are people that spend 
an extensive amount of time cheating on someone again and again and again. There are some people that do some intentionally hurtful things to people that don't deserve it, okay? So for the people that hear this and feel like you are one of those people that don't deserve it, you were the problem, but you're also the solution, okay? I say you were the problem because at some point you allowed it. At some point you gave your power away. At some point you didn't recognize your worth. You didn't see your value, okay? They told you that your light was too bright and you believed them. They told you you was doing too much and you believed them. They told you that you was giving them too much love and affection, too much goodness, and you believed them. And rather than turning that inward and say, you know what, well, since you don't appreciate my gifts, damn it, I'm going to keep them for myself. No, you probably gave them even more. You see, well, maybe they'll appreciate if I give them two helpings of it, if I give them two scoops. If I go over there again, maybe I could change their mind. You know, I know they was tripping last time, but... We didn't really talk about this other thing, so maybe if we talk about this other thing, it'll offer some clarity. It is what it is, okay? It is what it is. For, um, I, I believe for these narcissists, it's literally just a game of chess. It's just literally just working on their strategy techniques, you know what I'm saying? It's just practice for strategy practice, you know? Um, so, yeah, when you feel yourself being emotionally picked apart, by these narcissists, by these dark energies, you have to build yourself back up, okay? So when they say, oh, that's that's not going to, you're not going to be successful in that. You're not going to win. They're not going to choose you. You won't be approved. You won't be accepted. Whatever they say, just turn it into an affirmation. Just speak it into the affirmative. You don't necessarily have to do it in front of them from their face because you also don't have to let them know that you're working on yourself. You don't have to let them know that you're doing the spiritual work. Just just assess, observe, and assess. You know what I'm saying? Observe and assess and then get up out of there. You don't have to prove to them that you're super spiritual and that you're doing all this healing work and that you can read them and you can see that they're hurting and you can see that they need love and you have all this love to give. They don't care. They don't need to hear all that. All they're going to do is they're just laughing at you. And they're like, wow, they still don't get it. Well, let me do something even more hurtful. Maybe I'll do, you know, let me call them out their name. Okay, well, let me mush them out the way. Okay, let me push them. Let me smack them. Let me punch them. Let me beat them. Let me chain them up. You know what I'm saying? Like the shit progresses. And y'all watch the news. People do some crazy twisted stuff. Okay, in the name of... You know, there's a thin line between love and hate in the, in the name of love and this obsession. Stop playing with people's feelings. Stop playing with people's time. Stop playing with people's emotions. When people show you disrespect, believe it, okay? Girl, stop thinking it's cute when a guy is toxic to you, okay? He ain't hit you yet, okay? He's being just verbally mean now, but he ain't hit you yet. But if you keep putting yourself in a position to where he's aggressive and he's showing, you know, beast-like energy... You know, where he's already told you that he gets off on hurting people. Don't be surprised when he turns into the very thing you're expecting him to be. Are you not the narcissist at this point? Are you not the enabler to art, to operate from a space of ego and pride of like, eh, it's fine. You ain't going to hit me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you see that all the time where a man and a woman get into it and the woman gets in the guy's face because they're like, yeah, you can't hit me. Y'all know you ain't going to hit me because you can't hit me. Is that not like, you know what I'm saying, that taunting behavior? You wouldn't want the guys to do that to you, so don't do that to them. You know, it's just about the mutual respect thing. And, 
you know, at some point when you, you have to stand up for yourself and standing up for yourself is re, re, uh, putting yourself back together. You know, when you see, when you're looking them in their face and they're looking and telling you how they're cheating on you, when they're looking in your face and they're telling you that they're in love with someone else, that they're still in this long-term relationship that they refuse to let go of, when they say they're still having sex with their baby mother, when they're still having sex with their baby father, when they're still, um, you know what I'm saying, they refuse to make any changes for you, they refuse to um, allow you any more into their world than they have already allowed you, right? They've they've love bombed you with all these random facts that don't mean shit, okay? They're telling you about parts of their lives that don't matter. They're telling you about people that you'll never meet. They're telling you about emotions that aren't true. They're telling you about situations that don't, don't even pertain to you. <clears throat> Why? Because they're just giving you this false sense of intimacy. They're making you feel... Like, oh, you know, I just think you you are, you know, so amazing. You're such a, a kindred spirit, such a divine connection. You know, let me show you how much I trust you. Let me love bomb you with all these pointless facts, these random details that, that don't mean anything so you can feel an, an inflated sense of intimacy. So then you, in turn, be the naturally compassionate, empathetic person. You, in turn, share some real shit, okay? You thought they was giving you some deep, dark secrets of intimacy, but then you really share some deep, dark se secrets of intimacy, not realizing you just gave the narcissist your playbook. You just gave the narcissist your blueprint on how to dismantle you. Remember, we're systems, okay? You have to master yourself. Self. Life is not about mastering others. It's about mastering yourself. Okay. So when you do that, when you open up too soon and you share your deepest and darkest parts with these people that just love bomb you out of nowhere. And then later on, you realize they're a narcissist. Remember that you gave them the blueprint on how to dismantle you. So since they're going to be picking you apart over time, okay, you need to start putting yourself back together over time double time okay because hopefully you was already doing the self-healing affirmations but now you really need to step it up with the protection with the healing and things you know with the prayer and just protecting your peace or protecting your energy like if you don't have to be around this person then don't be around this person okay if you feel like the if you felt like the connection was divine and it was a kindred spirit it was a soulmate it was a karmic partner it was a twin flame but now the fire you know it was going but now the flame is out acknowledge it for what it is what is there to learn from this okay is this is uh, is this an opportunity to save yourself is this an opportunity to choose yourself okay was this connection even giving you what you wanted and needed did you like feeling like you had to explain yourself did you like being lied to did you like feeling like the third wheel did you like feeling like the other man did you like feeling like the other woman okay do you really want to be in a throuple or are you just agreeing because you don't want to lose this karmic partner okay and when you meet the narcissists remember like um I, I saw something the other day it said no one is my friend no one is my enemy everyone is my teacher and I'm gonna start look you know thinking like that you know what I'm saying because I just feel like 
in this in this journey of life you meet people here and there some people are meant for life some people are meant for seasons some people are just meant for the lesson you know did you learn the lesson before you ascend to the next level you know like if you're used to being abused by a narcissist do you really want to take that timid fearful energy into a relationship where the person is healthy and they're not going to hurt you do you really want to take that wounded person that has been beat up and doesn't know how to trust people doesn't know how to communicate doesn't know how to express themselves do you really want to take that person to someone that's healthy and ready to go no i want to have some experience on defeating the narcissist i want to have experience on asserting myself and standing up to the narcissist to say no that's not true I didn't say that. You are wrong. I'm going to make it. I'm going to do it. I'm worth so much more. I don't need you, actually. Actually, I quit. Actually, I filed for divorce. Actually, I filed for full custody. Actually, I filed for legal guardianship. You know what I'm saying? Like, where you just assert your power and make a power move to say, no, you don't have access to me anymore. You don't get to play with me or my time. You don't get to play in my face anymore. I'm going to nip this in the bud right now. Will Smith smack. Okay, I'm gonna nip this in the bud real quick. You gonna hush your mouth, okay? You gonna stop talking reckless on my name. You gonna stop talking shit about me to my face, okay? You will respect me, okay? You will respect me when you're in my presence, okay? While you have my time and my energy, all right? So when it comes to these narcissists, stop allowing them to win. They are not the winner. They are not the victor. They are not the prize. They are not the gift. You are, okay? But you have to first recognize that you are the gift, all right? And not recognizing that you are the gift is tolerating abuse, choosing violence, choosing them instead of choosing you, okay? Choosing depression, choosing an anxiety again and again, choosing disrespect, choosing madness, don't you want peace? If you if you got this far into the episode, I assume you want peace, okay? So you, if you have a narcissist in your space, really sit with yourself and ask, what a part of me feels like I need that energy in my life? Is it that need to fix people? Is it that need to be liked by everybody? Maybe everybody ain't gonna like you. Maybe your light will actually piss some people off. You know, like when you sleep and then somebody turn the light on and then you, you wake up and your face squinting and your fur and your eyebrows and you just in, immediately piss off because how dare this light come and disturb my darkness? You feel it? Do you hear me? How dare this light just coming in out of nowhere, unexpected, disturbing my darkness, disturbing into my depression? disturbing my anxiety disturbing my victimhood making me feel like i need to be accountable for myself making me feel like there's a thing called shadow work where i can actually heal myself what and not still blame people are you kidding me no the narcissist won't chooses to be the victim okay they want to be the victim so if you're someone that's working on yourself healing and you notice that you keep attracting narcissists it may be because of your light you know and they may hate you because of that whereas you're so used to being loved and praised and appreciated by everybody. You hadn't had that experience where someone just doesn't like you for no reason. And it ain't even got to be a situation where they jealous of you of something that they're not. You know what I'm saying? Like they could be a man and you're a woman that you, you could be a, a man and they're a girl, you know, a woman. You know what I'm saying? Like they could be something that's totally opposite from you, but they hate you. 
And it's because of who you are. It's because of like, or not necessarily, I don't even want to say of who you are. It, it's really because of who they are or who they are not. You know what I'm saying? Because that's where their power lies. Their power doesn't lie in changing you. And you need to know that too. Their power doesn't lie in changing you. Their power lies in changing to themselves and their power lies in not choosing change. Their power lies in staying exactly where they want to be in the darkness, down in the pit and pulling people down, making them feel like you're just as low as me. You're just as whack as me. You're just as lame as me. You're just as lonely as me. See, you can't get no better than this energy. You might as well just stay right here. Never mind. You weak. I done got to you. You good. Oh, I can't pierce your skin. You good. I'm done with you. Well, I need someone else. Nah. You know what I'm saying? They ain't even got to have a reason to discard you, so don't look for one. They don't even have to have a reason to discard you, so don't look for an apology. Don't look for a my bad, okay? They're not going to give you your right. They're not going to say, damn, you was the best part of my life. They're not going to say, after you is when I realized I had a problem. They're not going to say, after you is when I, when I realized I needed to go to therapy. They're not going to say, after you is when I realized I needed to go back to therapy. That I'm not the Marian type. That I'm not the parent type. That I'm not the family type. I'm just a loner. I'm just meant to be by myself. I don't like friends. I don't like people. And people don't like me. Just leave me alone. Some narcissists know that they're screwed up. And they just keep people at bay. They just keep people away. And it's so sad. And when you're an empathetic, compassionate person, it can break your heart to see a narcissist just coil up and choose to die within themselves, you know. But that's not your problem. It's literally not your problem, okay. So let's end this with some affirmations. You know, like I said, anything they say to you in the negative, flip it into the affirmative. That's your affirmation right there. Um, but one affirmation that came to me the other day that I really enjoy, well, something I've been um, saying a lot is I'm only going where the love is. And my phone started ringing. I'm only going where the love is. I'm only going where the love is. And what that means is I'm only going where the love is. Literally what it says love is the highest vibration. It's clear. It's obvious. You know, it's, it's a, it's a nice feeling okay if I have no concerns no doubts that someone has my best interest at heart for me has you know cares about me has a good heart has good intentions towards me that's going where the love is they have supported me genuinely supported me that's going where the love is. They haven't made me feel small they fanned my flames they had they've never made me feel like I was too much Never made me feel like I was doing too much. Never made me feel like I had to tone my light down, tone my shine down. They hype you up. You know what I'm saying? That's where going with the love is, okay? If you know that there is a, a narcissistic energy, a dark energy, a vamp, an energy vampire in your midst, okay? That's not going where the love is, okay? So stop yourself from these cycles, from these patterns, and tell yourself, I only go where the love is. And if you have to ask yourself, was that shade? Oh, they, they're drama. Oh, they, they're very, um, combat, combative. They're very combative. They're very aggressive. They're very passive aggressive. You know, it's like, if there's anything where you have to like grimace, where you have to squint your face, like, uh, that's exactly what it is. Okay. So I'm only going where the love is. Let that be your affirmation. And the other one is, um, what was it? Maybe I'm not meant to share it because that's probably meant to be mine. But, yeah, I'll give y'all. I'll keep the other one for me. But I'm only going where the love is. 
I'm only going where the love is. Literally every day when you wake up, I'm only going where the love is. You know, if there is a space where every time you go there, your your soul just cries out like I shouldn't be here. You know, if you have control over it, do something about it. If you feel like this about your job where you just feel like you want to work for yourself, you need to make a switch, a transition, you need to make a move, a relocation, whatever. Listen to your heart, okay? You have to heal yourself and you have to recognize your value and what you deserve. Stop tolerating breadcrumbs, okay? There are narcissists everywhere. They're in different forms. They're in different phases of their life. They're in, they're going to enter in different seasons of your life. And you just have to be prepared and you just have to know what your worth is. You have to see it for yourself. And when they start to pick you apart, that is not your cue to explain yourself. They do not hear you. They have blocked anything you have to say out. All you have to do is just get out. Leave them where they are. They will not change. Stop trying to operate from a place of ego and pride and try to change their mind. Okay? You stop being the enabler. Stop tolerating the disrespect. You're only giving them more practice. You're only giving them more victims to work with. You're only helping them to refine their art form. Okay? For some people, it's an art form. There are men, there are people, scammers worldwide. There are people that invest on how to scam people, on how to take from people, on how to steal from people. Don't allow someone to genuinely just whatever, just take from you. No, protect your heart, protect your energy, protect your power. Your power is your time, your energy, your focus. Love yourself more. Do your affirmations, breathe. And when you see that narcissist, just get out, okay? Ooh, that was a lie. I ain't mean to go that long. But, um, hey, I feel like what needed to be said had to be said, okay? So, for real, y'all, take care of yourself. Do your affirmations. Breathe. Take your time. Move slow. Be aware of the love bombing. Be aware of the slight disrespect. Be mindful of the direct, blatant disrespect. Be mindful of the pinches, you know, the little cuts, the bruises, the black eyes, the missing hair, the punched out teeth, the blood clots, the migraines, you know, the tension in the neck, shoulders area, you know what I'm saying, the reoccurring STDs and infections, listen to your body, okay, your body will speak to you, okay, if you're falling apart, your body will let you know. Okay, so take care of yourself and remove yourself from those narcissistic energies. They are not going to change. They are who they are. Release them in forgiveness. Thank them for the lessons. And just let that be that. You may like them, but you love yourself more, okay? Um, I love you so much. I'll see you next time. Meditation Meetup, if you're in the Orlando area, Meditation Meetup will be Saturday, April 2nd, 730. So if you've been feeling the nerve to open palms, smack somebody and cuss somebody, out this is the meditation meetup for you okay so i hope to see you there and yeah remember to breathe y'all i love you bye